Oh man, I wake up this morning, I had a feel like waiting the normal waiting. Which can why be say the country the other day? Which one be that one? On a good day, me I know they like to the but I feel like maybe even I know that one, I don't understand me. Everywhere your day, which one be that? From the group podcast. This is where the fun begins. Can you feel it? Add us to your favorites. Add us to your favorites. Add us to your favorites. And keep your browser locked. Keep your browser locked. One way to reduce your blood pressure. Listen to the Veracity podcast. You they hear that gisso? Who's down when my G's connect? No disconnect. Are the cat crews forget? If you talk, you collect. Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the Veracity Podcast. My name is Veracity and I'm the host of the Veracity Podcast. In case today is your very first time of listening, welcome to the cruise place. This episode is the continuation of our last episode, that's the Twitter ban episode. Yeah, guess right, this is the June 12th protest episode. So I'm doing this episode and I want to quickly say this. Twitter ban was not the reason June 12th protest happened. No. There has always been plans in place to make sure protests happen on that very day because it's the new democracy day. June 12th protests did not happen because a certain segment of this country wants to go their separate way. No. Why am I saying this? Someone actually told me to my face that why I was supporting this June 12th protest is because the Dudu saw what the Biafras did, so they want to protest and go their separate way using the June 12th and I was like what is your reason for saying this he said I look at it so we used to celebrate democracy day May May 29 but now they moved it to June 12th why did they move it to June 12th I said your president did that because he felt like it's actually good to honor MQ Abiola the election that happened back then then he said yes because MQ Abiola is Oduduwa and Oduduwa's decided like okay since that day is now the new democracy day they want to protest that they want their own state and I have never been so shocked in my entire life so I asked him people are going to protest in Abuja people are going to protest in different states of this country are you telling me that all of those people are actually clamoring for Dudua to separate you say ah you don't know anything you don't know what is happening in this country now so it happened i was so disappointed because this is a supposed young and vibrant human being so guys please if i've been having that thought that june 7th protest happened because do i want to separate because the bianfras want to separate no it's totally wrong the protest happened because we all want a better country for every one of us we elected representative in different tiers of government so we expect so much from them there has actually been plans in place to make sure the protests go on so on that very day june 12th the supposed democracy day the protest kickstart at about 6 a.m men of the nigeria police force were already in different protest location with guns and their helios i can't believe nigeria have this kind of security armed men everywhere armed men everywhere tss military police everywhere because we want to protest we can't be scared if they shut up protesters like they shut up the national assembly members then nigeria is finished we can't be scared of our presidents in our own countries we are not refugees we are citizens and I was wondering, is there a war happening in Nigeria? What is going on? 
what is happening where are the military vans moving and showcasing guns we all thought okay let, let's have a positive mindset probably they are there to make sure hoodlums don't hijack the protest and all but unfortunately they were actually there to make sure the protesters they don't have a voice to speak they were there waiting for the peaceful protesters to come out so they can handcuff them throw them in their van and take them to the police station what for? Because we are trying to demand for what is constitutionally ours, what is rightfully ours. At least seven canisters have been fired. It's difficult to see out here. Um, and the shots are continuing. So now on the road, you can hardly find anybody. Everybody's leaving the road. There's more police presence on the ground now. We've had to put on our ID cards so that we can be differentiated from the protesters. But that is currently the situation. Is it, is it even fair to even begin with? Are they okay with the situation of this country? The average policeman is actually suffering, like suffering miserably. This whole country is so tiring, but everybody knows, where could they use our sins? I know they obeyed the last order, fine. They gave you an order, go and do this. But on getting there, you saw that nobody was actually fighting. Hoodlums did not hijack the protest. You should have made sure peace happened on that protest ground. But no, you decided to be the nuisance. You decided to be the hoodlums that hijacked the protest. There were videos of policemen pursuing and chasing after peaceful protesters. There were so many of them that they even manhandled tear gassed journalists, prevented journalists from recording and taking reports of what was happening on the protest ground because they knew that if the truth should go out there, they are in soup. So they were doing all within their power to make sure evidence the world need don't get out there. Police is going after the protesters, if you can hear me. Um, oh they are being chased. Thomas, take the shot, please. Protesters are being chased down by police. If you can see that, the police are actually shooting guns. They are shooting guns. Protesters that were not holding anything, not even a knife, were tortured like criminals. I saw a video of one protester that was held by more than six policemen. And someone actually came up to tell you like, okay, see, this is a picture of a bandit holding a gun, smiling and snapping with a policeman. And another picture of this guy who was wearing a nose mask and more than six policemen holding this particular guy. So just compare the both of them. Is this country not a joke? This is the same country that gave amnesty to Boko Haram, sold Ashwebi for them. But peaceful protesters are out there. You are manhandling them. No. Tell me, what is democracy? It is constitutionally right for citizens to protest against bad governance. But you go out there to protest, you're not even sure if you're going to go back to your house in one piece. It's so sad. The most disappointing thing in all of this is that it happened on a supposed democracy day. Now, what is democracy if citizens cannot express themselves? What is democracy if we cannot protest against bad governance? What is democracy if freedom of speech is taken away from us? No, what is democracy? 22 whole years of democracy and there is absolutely nothing to show for it. There is nothing worth celebrating. It's just very sad. I think for Nigerians today, there's much more of a sense of somber reflection, even anger and distress then there is one of jubilation or self-congratulation. Of course, like you rightly point out, we've had democracy for 22 years. That uninterrupted stretch is historic in the context of um, Nigeria's 
experimentation with various forms of government. But in the past six years, and particularly uh, in, over the course of the past year, uh, Nigeria's democracy has been buffeted seemingly from all sides with a slew of challenges. Of course, there are the perennial ones like the security challenge, uh, continued issues with corruption, a stagnant economy. But added to that list, we've seen uh, very recently an unprecedented level of attacks on civil liberties. Uh, and that has been one of the more concerning trends for the CDD um, and for members of civil society more generally. Um, so we've seen attacks on the right to peaceful protest. I mean, most notably with the violent crackdown on protesters last year in October, we've seen increasing restrictions on um, the right to free association. And now we've seen um, further attacks on the right to free speech, uh, even in the form of the banning of various platforms online, uh, particularly that, that have been avenues for Nigerians to express grievances against the government. So um, these are worrying trends because a democracy is certainly much more than just the practice of casting a ballot every four years or every um, you know period of elections. I think democracy has to be much more about the rights of citizens on a day-to-day -day basis to um, express their political opinions, express their views without fear of repercussion. And seeing that being rolled back is, is exceptionally worrying um, because it raises the possibility, not just now, but um, in the future of, of more crackdowns of this sort from, from increasingly unaccountable governments. We're coming to a close right now, and I want to just ask this question. Please, if you have the answer, I would like you to slide into my inbox and let's talk about this. Now that the June 12th protest is over, what next? What is the way forward? Everybody is saying, go get your PVC, go get your PVC. Where are we going to vote? The supposed body, INEC, their offices are being burnt down every now and then. What is going on? Police stations are burnt down every day. Nobody's going to tackle that. But peaceful protesters are out there trying to come up for a better country. You are out there trying to take their life from it. It's so sad. But let's not add this on a very sad note. No. So guys, if you enjoy listening to this episode, come into my DM. Let's discuss this. Yeah, send a message. Tell me how much you enjoy listening to every of my podcast episodes. My name is Steve Rast. Until next episode, catch you back. Nigeria, Jaga, Jaga.